This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is an RNZ podcast. Radio, welcome to the long way home. This is Bruce Hopkins. Thanks for tuning in. Hindsight, they reckon, you know, is a fine companion. But uh, I've just had another stroke of genius, but a bit late now. Should have, should have shut up about losing my father and brother's ashes. Bought the very same pouch, which I have. Just carried on with the walk. Got another couple of those little film canisters. Some blue tape for one, some black tape for the other. And just carried on. Got a bit of the roadkill that I've been coming across. Burn that up, put the ashes in the containers. Bob's your mother's sister's brother. And uh, I would have been home and hose. No one would have been the wiser down the Stuart Island. They wouldn't. I don't think my cousin Colin or my cousin Alan or cousin Elaine, I don't think they know what Doug or Dad's ashes smell like. Like They'd, they'd never know the difference. Auntie Bit, I don't think she would. Mum wouldn't. My sisters wouldn't, would have got away with it. But now I don't think that little thing that's going to be around my, it's like the albatross around my neck. Losing your bloody father and brother's ashes. It's starting to gain a little comedic uh, take on it as the days go by. But it'll be one that sticks with me for a long time until I become ashes, I think. Oh, didn't you lose your father and brother's ashes? Oh, no, someone stole them. Yeah, right. This is quite a stunning sight. Uh, that, ooh, little strike of lightning just then. And I can see what... Um, I may have spoken too soon because I'm eyeing up a big... Oh, no, I'm running out of trees. I was looking at these trees that I could run under should the heavens open up. It's really still up there. Um, but it's interesting because way back, uh, 1973, I was head prefect of Takapuna Grammar and I had applied at the end of the previous year to be an AFS student, inspired by our uh, one of the, I think she was the head girl, had come back 
from being an AFS student. She gave a speech at an assembly. So I applied. I duly got accepted. And of course, you know, think, wow, Los Angeles, New York, San Francisco. Yoo-hoo. United States, here I come. I ended up on a farm, pig farm, with some dry stock, corn and soybeans, smack bang in the middle of Iowa, five miles out of the nearest town. And the town was, there were two towns combined called Tama Toledo, 5,000 people. Had the best time of my life that year. Didn't see the ocean for the year. Swam once, I think. Um, not in the county lake, but in a swimming pool in town. And I'd been a New Zealand schoolboy representative water polo player and I'd won a medal at the New Zealand Surf Life Saving titles prior to that sort of thing so not seeing the ocean for a year of swimming was a major but the kind of things I got to experience I got there with a couple of weeks before school started so with my brothers and went out detasseling corn we earned money going out as a detasseling gang and we one day we saw clouds like this roll in, and when you see clouds like this in a place like Iowa, and in the United, some areas of the United States, you keep a real close eye on them, because that's tornado, tornado territory. And I saw a little wispy thing hanging down from these clouds a little earlier on. It looked really quite impressive and looked like a kind of mini high altitude toy. Tornado. Whoa, here we are in the Tron, having a day off, man, Sunday. Oh, so it's, um, it's very nice, just chilling, chilling, had a lie down, I'm feeling, still feeling pretty knackered. That 11 hour day, Rangiriri through to Ngarawawahia with the last five hours of it being slog through the hakarimitas. Uh, that, that was full on. And I know I've got a few of those days coming up. Dehydration is my, my big question mark. Um, and my, without going too icky on it, my uh, dark-coloured urine is the sign. It's a sign of blood. With the kidneys... Release once you're uh, when you're dehydrated or you're doing ultra distance uh, kind of athletic type stuff, which is what definitely what some of the days we're doing on this trail is. And when you're doing it day after day in particular, uh, yeah, just got to really be careful of the dehydration, especially with this weather now. It's cooking. About to do some remedial work, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I've just walked from Hamilton and I'm now at the Fata Fata. Uh, it's a beautiful little cafe, village cafe set up here. And um, a table of two couples who are obviously enjoying a nice catch-up said g'day to me and, and mentioned they'd seen some uh, some of the media around the walk and everything. Darylin and John. John and um, we've got chatting and Darylin, I think you, you've got some sort of story you could tell Kiwis about getting out and enjoying yep. stuff while we can. Yep. Okay, well, I used to be 
marathon fit um, four years ago and I got hit with a lung disease, um, a non-smoker who'd done everything right in life and um, now at end of life stuff and so um, my message to everyone is to just enjoy life when you can and get out there and do everything so today we were delighted to meet somebody here who we had seen and was doing just that and doing it for a really good cause so um yeah so just look after yourselves people and and do all the good things in life and enjoy every day because it sure matters okay bye Maybe I'm more of an exhibitionist than I like to think I am, but it's just coming on dark. I got to the Kanifanifa River. Oh, and I am in my... Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm in my 62-year-old birthday suit, and I thought I had to share this with you. Oh, I had to come down to the river and have a bathe. That was a hard out day. Oh. Yes! All my winter ocean swimming's paid off. I can handle this cold water. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah! So here I am, heading towards Waitoma, up incredibly remote area, this part of the, the uh, country is after Purongia yesterday, and this is Ngātapuai Road, a dead-end road that I'm walking along, and hear these footsteps behind me, has this mad bugger, Curly. So, Curly, I saw you at the top of Purongia, at the uh, pa, Pahotia um, hut, and you are just full of beans, man. Tell us what you're doing. Oh, hey, I'm... Uh... I'm having a crack at uh, a speed record for running Te Araua. Um yeah, for a fastest known time. Um, which is? Uh, which is, uh, well, the fast hikers do it in about 110, 120 days. I'm doing it unsupported, so, um, yeah, I'm looking at about 80 days, 85 days. Holy crap. Yeah. And, and what's, the, what's the purpose for doing this? Is it just a personal challenge? or? Uh, it's a combination of, uh, um, yeah, personal challenge, um, mental health awareness, which I'm a huge advocate for, and uh, yeah, just putting the awareness out there of just how tough things can be. Now, um, in speaking with you briefly up at the hut, you didn't have a lot of time to prepare for this, did you? No, no, I only uh, decided about two weeks um, beforehand, and then I was up to uh, Cape Ranger on the 11th of November, that's when I started, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a... Uh, I was in a bit of a dark place and uh, needed to get myself out of it and uh, I thought this would be the uh, craziest, best thing to do. <laughs> uh, Goldie. Goldie. And Katie. Come, wait, call me Sheep Wrangler. <laughs> so here we are. Call me Sheep Wrangler. We're in the middle of uh, Tikawiti. Goldie, Katie. Sheep Wrangler. Sheep Wrangler. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> newly, newly acquired name. Yeah. So, here. So tell us, your mish, Mr. Super Light Man, what's going on? Um, ooh, what did I say? This is the second trail that I'm doing. Uh, I hiked a long distance last year in America on the Pacific Crest Trail. And so I, I'm not completely new to this, and for some reason I decided to 
do two challenges for myself. Uh, one challenge was uh, to do it, try walking in sandals, you know, and also just I like the minimalist idea. And at the same time also to try to take as little stuff as possible, just to challenge myself. And, you know, I, I really got into that and I weighed everything and I sewed my own, uh, I sewed my own backpack. Actually, the, the, oh, the red one, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's sewed myself. But I didn't, the, the straps, one strap is slightly longer than the other. So I just, just a couple days ago, I said, all right, forget it. I'll, I'll get a new one. And you, you're chowing down on a very, very nice wrap <laughs> over there at the moment. So what's, what's the food situation been on trail for you? Yeah, um, I got a foot injury, so I had to get rid of everything that I don't need to survive. So I don't bring a cooker because um, my cooker, the gas and the, um, the pot, they're 400 grams. That's not so much, but um, at the moment I try to survive without a cooker and it's good. I love the wraps and there's salami in it and mm. apple and dates <laughs> and hummus. Hummus, yeah. It's pretty fancy. <laughs> it really smells yeah. good. Yeah, it's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Another Australian, two at the table. Lincoln's, yep. Lincoln's here <laughs> as well. Um, I'm from Wollongong, yeah. and um, I suppose my, my only challenge is not to pay for any accommodation <laughs> and just camp. There once was a bloke who walked Tararoa Trail. He so desperately wanted to succeed and so desperately wanted to not fail. But first of all, he fell on his hiking poles, smack in his shin, then mysteriously found that his urine, there was blood in. So, sit back and wait. Yet again, a second time, he must. The patience of himself and those who were taking an interest in his walk, he might bust. Where does this little ditty end? Who the hell knows? But every day, Walkers walk that trail. And he hopes that's where he also goes. Well, that was week eight on the trail, the long way home. I have no idea where this is going to end. I've got to await blood tests. I've uh, got to see what the recommendation of the doctor is. He's a tramper himself, so. At this point in time, he has said, do not carry on because there are no uh, services that you can call upon should my condition worsen. The lo I'm, I'm going for the record, the longest ever through walk of Tararoa. I don't know if you can call it a through walk anymore, actually. I shall be back.
The Long Way Home is produced by Bruce Hopkins and Justin Gregory. The executive producer is Tim Watkin. The engineer is Jeremy Veal. Subscribe to every episode of The Long Way Home at iTunes or at radionz.co.nz forward slash series. And while you're there, please rate us. That way more people get to hear these stories. If you go to the Long Way Home webpage at rnz.co.nz, you'll find an interactive map that follows Bruce as he walks to Aotearoa. Bruce is also on Twitter at Bruce Hop, so get in touch if you've got tips, questions, or can offer him a bed, a meal, or a hot shower along the way. You can also email him at thelongwayhome at radionz.co.nz. While you're waiting for the next episode, head over to the podcasts and series page on RNZ's website and check out our latest series, Pants on Fire, all about lies, liars, and the lies we all tell. In the most recent episode, host Duncan Smith tells us the truth about all the lies in fiction. Next time in The Long Way Home, we hope Bruce is back on the trail, but I guess you'd better listen in to find out. The Long Way Home. Whenua, whakapapa, whānau. Follow us.